Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785 
But, you know, like, like repeat what they're saying. Oh, yeah, I did that oh. at the airport. You know what I mean? I did that at the airport with the TSA guy. <laughs> like that. Yeah. That Make awesome. him even more mad. I felt good about that. But then you won't get your stuff. <laughs> I know. And then I, I wasn't going to go to jail. So, you know, in the end, it doesn't work. That's but, good advice. All right. Okay. Yeah, but I, I need to follow my advice, too. Okay. And I think I did okay last time, but it is easy to get upset. All right, next up, this next person risked his life when he chased down Jake Owen on the street. There's no telling what he won't do with every celebrity he does meet. Here he is, Lunchbox. <laughs> My wife and I got into a dumb debate, and so I want to bring you a dumb debate of the day. She finds it so weird when I do floss my teeth that I floss them first thing in the morning. She goes, no one flosses their teeth in the morning. You're supposed to floss them at night. That's the only appropriate time to floss your teeth. And I found that very strange, so I want to know, do you floss in the morning or do you floss at night? Do you floss before you brush or after you brush? I do floss before I brush in the morning because I feel like... In the morning, you want to start off with a fresh plate. Like, like if you're going to floss, that's the time to do it. So everything is clean to start the day. Really not in your brand of floss. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I don't I'm do impressed. it every day. No, no, guys, I don't do it every day. Oh, I, was, I was impressed. I was like, dang, look at this. We're, <laughs> no, no. Start your day clean. Growth. No, yeah. no, no, no. This is like once every two, three weeks. Okay. I, I do both. It's oh. food for me. Oh. You floss when food. you wake up? I, if I'm brushing my teeth, I floss. Wow. But not always with full floss. Sometimes with the picks. That's easy. I keep those picks because I can go and kind of run down the lanes pretty yeah. quick. But yeah, usually both. And I'll, if I floss, floss, with uh, it'll be at nighttime. But I do both morning and night. There's no real right answer. I think the more you... At do it, nighttime the is the answer. No, no, there's no real no, right answer. You can do it whenever. Night. How about... No, there's no... Night is right. <laughs> nighttime is the right time? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Her Instagram feed consists of parenting and kitchen hacks, but sometimes you'll even see some ducks quack. Here is Amy. Yeah. So the last time I think I listened to one of these... Uh, true crime podcast, but not one where they're like solving a crime or really going back, but kind of like Dirty John. Remember that? And it was so popular. Oh, yeah, so good. Tell me about Dirty John. So good. He tricked her? He was a scammer. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And they eventually did a show. Connie Britton played the girl. I mean, it's so good. But I forgot how into those I get until this week. Scamanda is out. Her like name is Amanda. Scam or scam? Scam. Scamanda. Because scam her name is Amanda and she's scam. That's hard to say. Yes. Oh. Well, she had Scamanda and I was like, Scamanda. <laughs> Scamanda. 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 Yeah. So back in, I think it was like, name, oh, 12. That's not, a t- that's not a year. That's never been a year. Oh, 12 has never been a year. Yeah, no, that's not never a year. Never been back there. Yeah, I'm really not going to fact check you much, but NPR would definitely hit you up and be like, oh, 12, not a year. <laughs> Just making that uh-huh. up. Uh, 2012. She... She was a blogger, a mom, a Christian, like people, she had a following and she diagnosed herself with cancer and she started collecting money from people. Mm. And then an investigative journalist started to get a little curious, did some digging. And so it's unpacking that, but there's only episodes, one releases every Monday. So you have to wait for it. Still coming out. Right. So Monday, I think was the the first one. And then next coming up will be the second one. Yeah. Who does the podcast? This one, do you know? Like who the producer is. Some of these true crime podcasts, man, they put a lot of time and effort oh, into yeah. them. They're really good. This Scamanda, that's funny. That's a good name, too. Man, this story is wild. How do you fake, how do you get caught faking cancer? Like, because how can someone go find out you don't have cancer? Because you can't get your medical records. The, right. So the, 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 you best- slip up. Like, they just happen to be, they catch you going, I don't have cancer. Got her. <laughs> so the investigative journalist got an anonymous tip. Right, but then how do you prove? Right, well, so she somebody has to sell her out her. because otherwise you can't. Like if Eddie came in and said, "Hey, I got herpes," 
We can't huh? prove he doesn't. Right. I believe him. Unless you, that. No, I'm just saying if you did, we can't prove you do or don't because okay. all this medical record. I don't like that example. Okay. Uh, only if they're asymptomatic because if he's got symptoms, okay. we can ask to see. See what? You want to see? Well, we can't ask to see. Amy, I won't show you. But if you're trying to figure it out. You can't ask to see somebody's symptoms. Oh, okay. You can't ask well, to see. What, what, if you really what, what, wanted to know. I'm just saying if you could probably pull this scam off pretty easy. Because like cancer, you can't. There's no... You can't show it at all. Yeah, but, but he doesn't have to show me his herpes. Okay, <laughs> okay can we move on to do something <laughs> you, else here? You Why are you trying to get rid of herpes? <laughs> sorry, we're just sorry. Anyway. But also, I think with her, she was like seven years. charming. She's been cancer for seven years. Seven years? She's pretty. She's really beautiful. Really? Yeah. So like, I okay, now he's over on her OnlyFans. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. Scam Amanda. Yeah, she was real bubbly. So I think like people, to your point of like, how do you pull that off? I think people just believed her because of how she But how do you prove she did it? I mean, because yeah. again, medical stuff is so protected. I know, the tip. Okay, and Ray, go. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, growing up, he loved to fish, and seeing a trout truck pass was his biggest wish. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. You ever see somebody in person, human form, and they are just so physically pretty, you can't stop staring? Uh, yeah, yes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Holly Berry. Richard Gary, Marks. Gary it was Richard Marks. Oh. oh. That's the last. I was sitting here with Richard Marks. He was on the show, and we're talking, and his bone structure... He's just—he was just so good looking that I would just get lost in. What is it like to be that good looking? He's almost sixty years old and was just like a beautiful, physically beautiful guy. Did you guys think he was just like knockout good looking? Didn't think I, too much about it. I didn't. Um, I thought yes, I he has good features. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to like make out with him or anything. Right, right. But I just remember thinking he is so good looking. As, as Steve would say, Steve, Steve, he's so symmetrical. Symmetrical, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember getting lost, not in his eyes, but in the interview, because oh. I was like, man, how awesome would it be to be that good looking your whole life? But he is one good looking dude. There's a picture of his son on his Instagram. His son's good looking. Really? Yeah, jeans. Who's the last person you saw that was so good looking in person that you were just, it's almost like seeing a giraffe at the zoo? I mean, I feel that way anytime I see Carrie Underwood. Okay. Eddie? Like anytime I'm interviewing her, I just look at her. I'm like, oh, yeah. she's so cool. like a porcelain. Yeah, it's like a doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eddie. I don't know, man. I don't know. Places, you know. What? You see... Stop being weird. No, you, you just see people in places, and you're just like, like a restaurant. Oh, she's really pretty. You're just <laughs> talking about, I'm, I'm just talking about, talking about somebody hot walking by. I mean, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, what, I mean, that, that's like a celebrity. There's there people too. I guess the difference would be I sat here for a long time you and just was, stared at him. Yeah, because that's the job. <laughs> But you can't remember a, a, a specific. No, I mean I do have a problem. Or like, even a celebrity that you're like, wow, they're so good looking. Mm-mm. No, not that I can think of. Lunchbox, Taylor Swift. At her concert, she walked down on that stage, and I was like, dang, she's really smoking hot. Like she was showing some leg, and I was like, mm. who says showing some leg? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like like, I, I'm just say- no, I'm just saying. Like she had like a slit in I her. I saw legs. her ankles. Yeah. Hey Ray, <laughs> who are you? Mine's got to be when I was, Rumble cookie. When I was backstage with Sam Hunt, <laughs> I was honestly a little embarrassed to take a picture with him because he was so so much taller than me, and he's he's really really good looking, striking, like, yeah. good looking. Yeah. Morgan, it'd be Lainey Wilson. That feels kind of weird, I'm sure, for the guys to hear me say that, but I think no, she's awesome. beautiful. Like I she see is. her, and she's just a babe. Yeah. And why would that be weird for us? I think it's cool. I just knew you guys were gonna make some comment. No. Nope. <laughs> well, I said Carrie. Yeah, like they were cool awesome. about it. I said Richard Marks. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, but <laughs> all right, let's get the show started. Glad you guys are here. Open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello. 
Bobby Bones, prior to dating, my girlfriend was very honest about everything. And one of them is that her dog sleeps in the bed with her. Her dog, an American pit bull, is no small pup, and he loves sleeping under the covers. I suggested we try to train him to start sleeping on the floor, but she seems reluctant to do that because he's conditioned to getting in the bed and feels bad for the dog. Because of constantly being woken up at night, we now sleep under two different sets of covers, so I'm not woken up by her lifting the cover up for the dog to crawl under all night. She says lifting the covers up for the dog doesn't bother her, but she is constantly tired during the day and, despite denying it, knows it's from the dog getting in and out of the bed during the night. Similar to two boxers, between rounds, once we hit the pillow, we go to our respective corners to sleep. Please help me with the other male in her life. Signed, Three's a Crowd. There is no help here. The dog sleeps in the bed. That was your dog's bed before it was your bed, buddy. Dang. That's the answer. That's just the answer. There's nothing else. I had a dog slept in the bed with me. Dusty. It didn't matter if the Pope knocked on the door and was like, I need a place to sleep. Can I sleep in the bed with you tonight? I'd be like, that's weird, Pope. But secondly, the dog would be with us. <laughs> the Pope. Yeah. Um, the, that's the dog's bed. And you start trying to change her and her dog, you're going to be the one that gets changed out. So just get used to it. I wish I could say, oh, you could work on some sort of, you know, compromise. No. Humans don't have seniority over dogs. Yeah, but humans have the seniority to choose the dog to be in the bed. And this human, her, wants the dog in the bed. Dang, okay. So there is no option here to change it because she doesn't want it. And she will resent you and she'll be sad. And it's going to take forever to break the dog into thinking the bed's not his because he's always known the bed. He does not even answer. I don't even want to, like, humor this. The dog lives in the bed. I have a crazy idea. Go ahead. Impregnate her. What? Because when babies come, mm-hmm. people are like, you know what? Drastic, but I like it. Dogs, they, they, they're they they're not important anymore. The babies takes is more important than the dogs. Oh, I wasn't thinking you were going to go there. I, you I mean, you're I mean? really going far. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you really have that. It's a solution. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say, leave the front door open, doggy disappear. What? Oh, God. No. That's where I thought you were going. No. What? Both <laughs> solutions. Don't think either one of them is the one. Okay. I'll be honest All with right. you. Um, the, the dog lives there. That's the dog's bed. I'm sorry, but you just have to live with it. Yeah. Get over it. GTO. You know? Wow. You want to add anything? Because these two guys just added two solutions. That, Pretty good ones. Though. That I, I, I don't agree with, but I would like to hear your voice. I mean, I'm just over here thinking about how I'm not, I'm sort of getting this way with my cat. Like, I love this. Oh, you're going to be cat person when you get with a dude again? Sleep oh, my God. Can you imagine? Next to me, my cat, oh, no. yeah. and she likes to sleep right up by my pillow, but then sometimes she'll, she'll move around, but she's pretty light. She doesn't, yeah, it doesn't disrupt too much, but you could, I don't know what size bed they have, but eventually a bigger bed might help. Yeah, but he already says they go to their own corners, so I think it's more about those two being together. Oh. My dog used to sleep in between my knees. Yeah. When he had nightmares, he kicked me around the balls. But you didn't care. Nope. That That's was his bed, his house. Right. Wow. And she's, house. she obviously is okay with the you know, feeling tired during the day. I feel like that's, the, if there's an angle to go with, it's it's that and just helping her realize yeah. like how much more rest she could get. There's no angle, buddy. Yeah, I mean. Love the dog. Love my cat. Or don't get loved by her. Dang. That's the end. <laughs> Thank you. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> Next week is 4th of July week, but after that, Eddie and Abby are going to go skydive during the show. Oof. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just something that I've always wanted to do. Do I you want to do it or do you want to do it because you should? I've never, ever done it, and it's something that I want I want to do. That's exciting to you. Yes. Oh, okay. I oh, hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you're looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, and I don't want to wait till I'm like, what, George Bush Sr., like, what is he doing, like 80 years old, jumping off planes? No, like, I want to do it now. I'm you're still not young. scared? No, but but who knows? That's when cool. I get up there, I might be terrified. Good for you, man. If you're not scared, I was terrified. To, I hated it. It's scary. It is. You need to be pushed out. The only thing, the only thing I'm worried about, and Scoob was trying, kind of making fun of me, is like, I kind of have a bad ankle, and he said the landing is really tough. <laughs> and so, and he's like, "You're jumping with the army, it's dude. It's not you can't. really tough because I didn't even hit the ground. Really, I had a very small, much smaller lady on my back, and so she, they do. She's like, lift your legs up." And you land, and then you go down, but it's not like you're stop, dropping, rolling, and okay, no, okay. Scoot was saying, did you hit it hard? But you're and not going by yourself, right? You'll be attached. You'll yeah, be tandem, right? Tandem, yeah, all that. Yeah, that's cool. You're not scared. No, dude, I'm so excited. That's awesome, Abby. Are you scared? Uh, a little bit. It's kind of like a facing your fears type thing <laughs> for me. And you guys are going to drive up to Kentucky, yeah, and jump with the military. Who else? To, when I went up into the plane, the only thing that kept me from like being paralyzed with fear was knowing that I was with the greatest. That's ever done it. That's right, America's finest. Yeah, the Blue Angels. He's a Blue Angel pilot. He's been doing it. One of the best. Same thing with you guys. Yeah, we have nothing to worry about. Are we doing it live on the air, or are we going to do it and record it? That's the that's the plan is to do it live. It'll be with the U.S. Army, the Golden Knights. Can we get cell? So there's some limitations because they're in the sky. We did a logistics call. You can't go live with video, or he can't take a phone up there with him. Oh, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, if so he could like talk to us on the way down. <laughs> no, that'd <laughs> be awesome. We, we try to make that work, but we can't with cell coverage and service. And I even asked, like, is that just some BS thing they tell you on airplanes that you can't use your phone? He goes, no, you literally can't get cell service where they're at. So, but what if he does this? What if he takes his phone and just hits record on the voice memo thing? And like straps, it's on like on his chest or something strapped, and you can hear him. Oh yeah, well we're, we'll have audio. There, we have an audio and video crew that's going to go and, and capture all that for us. Mm. Yeah, but Bones wants it live. Well, but we can't get it live though. Can't really. get it live. Yeah, man, could you even hear me when I'm coming down? It's, it's not like this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, the fact that you guys aren't scared, a plus. Good job. Cannot wait. That's pretty actually. cool. So yeah, July 12th, they're going to go do it during the show. You know, Scuba chickened out. He, they were going to say, hey, get on the plane, but he's... I don't want to do it. To do what, huh? Just to, to go up and kind of experience all that. But no, he's going to stay on the ground because he's scared. Dang, he's called Scuba chicken. Because he's scared a little bit. <laughs> a little chicken little back there. <laughs> Ray, would you skydive? No, 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 no. I'm not, I mean, bits are fun, but I'm not trying to skydive for a bit. Not a bit. Experience, it's man. Every bit of a bit. That's why we're recording it. No, I know, but for yourself, it would be just experience. It's a bit, though. Yeah, but for me. But you're doing the bit to get the experience. Correct. I'm not doing it for the radio. Morgan, would you do it? Yeah, I want to. It's on my like list to do before I die, but I, th- I don't know if I have enough courage. Like, I feel like somebody would have to be push me out of a plane. Well, well they will. Gonna do, yeah. yeah, they will walk push you. you. you yeah. yeah, you pay for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I did it, I went and did it by myself. I thought I was doing like suicide. Oh, yeah, that's suspicious. They, they were like, you showed up by yourself to jump out of a plane? They were weird about it. They were like, who's your group? What time is your schedule? I was like, nothing. I'm here by myself. And a minute, they were like weirded out. And I was like, I just, I'm scared of it, so I want to do it. And they're like, okay. I'm surprised they let you do it. Well, what do you mean? But he, well, had, a, he had a tandem. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you, I had a tandem, but I'm saying they. Yeah, but if you want to end it, you just like. Usually you sketch. Well, I'm. T- yeah, but I guess we weren't strapped in until we got up there. No, you're strapped in when you get on that plane. Were we? Yeah. The whole time? The whole time. Like a, on a turtle? You're just kind yes. of hanging on yes. to someone that you yes. walk together everywhere? You walked together onto the plane. Weird. 100%. I don't. I saw my video. We weren't. We weren't tied together walking to the plane. We might have gotten in the plane and tied together, but we weren't walking up there. But you I don't remember. Yeah, I wasn't tied to her until we got in the plane. Okay. I don't think. 
Maybe. But so when they robbed my house, they stole my video, so I'll never know. Maybe it depends. They took that. They took that. Well, the video was in a PlayStation. Oh, no. I was watching it on my PlayStation. And they stole Unless it. maybe you watch the plane before you t- get off the yeah, ground. I, that's probably what happened. Because right. so. yeah. they're not going to let you go up there where you can just jump by yourself. Yeah, no, no. And th- But I didn't have the parachute on me. She had it on her. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what Eddie's saying. You could just, if you really want to end it, you just jump out no, the No, they were just weird that somebody just showed up with no scheduled appointment and was that like, all right, ready to go. Take me up. <laughs> all right, guys, July 12th, ready to go. Big Let's day. Go. Big day. Yeah. All right. Wait, Can't how wait. many How many parachutes are there? What? That's what I've been wondering. Like, do well, we get here's extras? The thing. <laughs> no, actually, between the both of you, you only have one, and you figured out when oh, you're falling who stop. got it. Nuh uh. What are you talking about? That's real? No, Abby. Yes, Abby. Are you joking? Hey, do we pull the string? No. They do it? Yes. Yeah. Can you request to pull the string? I don't know, dude. Okay, Maybe. I'd, I'd like well, to do that. like liability-wise. I want to pull it. You pull it, but it breaks. It's like <laughs> that garage string sometimes when you're pulling your... You go, oh, God. You know why they don't let you pull the string? Why not? Because usually people freak out, pull it too early. That's oh, why. yeah. They, you probably don't yeah. get access to it. Yes. Until. Okay. That air up there at the top, it is so cold and it's so hard cold. to breathe. Like, just be ready. I just remember my heart doing this. We walk to the edge... Oh man! Oh man! And I've done some crappy, crazy stuff at this point for either adventure TV shows or not. But that skydiving—you're up in a rickety plane too. It's it's terrible. When you're when you're that high up, what do the houses look like? Are they tiny? No, tiny? you're not that. You're high, but you're not that high. Okay. Either. It's not like you're on Bezos's <laughs> rocket. Well, I don't know. You're man. only twelve thousand, fifteen thousand feet. <laughs> All right. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. On Father's Day, Ray Davalos decided to go to a Houston Astros game with his eight-year-old son. And so they're there. The son has to go to the bathroom. And he comes out. He's like, Dad, I found something for you. And he gives it to him. And it's a World Series ring. He says, huh, that's pretty cool. I mean, it looks real. So they think it's a replica. The dad puts it on. He just finds it at the game. He found it at the game. Found it in the bathroom. And so his dad puts it on. They enjoy the game. He goes home with it. Shows all his friends. It's pretty cool. How about this ring, right? The next day, he wakes up goes online. It's all over social media. An employee of the Houston Astros has lost his real World Series ring. Where you know, is you it? You know if it fell off or if he took it off in the bathroom? Yeah, I think when he went to the bathroom, he took it off. Hard to wipe that thing. <laughs> you cutting yourself. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So then, of course, you know, Ray's thinking, what do I do here? He said, quote, what would Jesus do? Go return it. So he goes, he responds to the social post, and then he gets reunited with his ring. The guy, the employee does. But that employee was so relieved because it's not like it's a player that makes millions of dollars and can just easily replace it. It's probably somebody who worked in the front office. So tell me this. The, so they win the World Series. Uh-huh. Everyone in the organization gets a ring? Full-time, yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Sometimes if the owners are really generous, other support staff does too. Yeah, when I worked for the San Antonio Spurs and we won the NBA title twice. We? I, yeah, he's part of the team. I, I worked. I was on the court when the trophy came out, the confetti came down, got a piece of the net. I was not given a championship ring, but they don't get the same one as the players. It's a downed version usually for people in the organization. The one though that here is massive. It's massive. massive. Is it really? Yeah, it's it massive. Look, yeah, it looks diamonds massive. everywhere. I don't know what his job is. He could have been really high ranking, but yeah, you were part, just like part time promotions, right? I was uh, in game ops, and so those games that are during the timeouts, I was in charge of those, and I also picked the contestants for those games. And so yeah, I would go in the crowd and pick people walking around. Why would you pick certain people? Hot. Oh my gosh. You know what? So guys too? No, I, I pick my friends too. Like I'd tell my people, like <laughs> they would give away gift certificates to like H-E-B, which is a grocery store. And I'd get my roommate to come to the game and say, here, you're going to play the game. And they would get like $1,000 in H-E-B gift cards. 
If they got the ball in the net, right? Well, they, they would drop the HB one was they would go to the rafters and they would have beach balls. And one is worth $100. The red and white ones. Yeah, I remember those. Were 200, were $250 uh, each one you caught. And so you had to decide which one do I catch on? Oh, they're, they're dropping at the same time. There's two people up there dropping them. And you're running back and forth. Awesome. So would you tell them which one to catch? Yeah. I'd be like, well, they tell you the rules. They say, hey, the red ones are worth $250. Oh, got it, got it, got it. You know, they tell you the rules. And they wouldn't be like, Lunchbox, your roommate plays every week. <laughs> no, because I had two roommates. One of them, his name was Chris Moss. He did terrible. He lost a shoe. He didn't even win the prize. He also lost a shoe. Well, he fell over. Like, he dropped. Yeah. I mean, he thought he was going to be awesome. Well, you cheated he, at that, huh? Because he played college baseball, and he was like, I'm going to be so good. It's terrible. How'd it go with the girls, though? Oh, it's great. I I went up to Eva Longoria one time, yeah, and yeah. I said, hey, you know, hi. I'm, you know, we do the games during the timeouts, and it's Dodge dropping the bucket. You know, I was wondering if you'd like to compete for uh, the game. And she was that's okay, sweetie. She touched my hand. You sound like you're selling candy bars, though. And it was, uh, no, I was. I, I, I obviously, How would you do candy bars? Hello, for our Little League fundraiser this year, we're selling world's finest chocolate with almonds in the middle, and I was wondering if you'd like to buy any. And how'd you ask Lee? Even Glory to play, as you say? <laughs> Whatever. I, she was hot, and I knew who she was. I, went her and I, said, I said, oh, excuse me, ma'am. Hi, I'm What's with name? Eva Longoria. And I was like, hi, I'm with the Spurs Game Ops, and uh, during the timeouts, we do these games on the court, and we have this one called Dodge Drop in the Bucket, where you're going to have these little basketballs, and you're going to sh- throw them in the, ba- the buckets. Each one you get, you get a bigger prize. And if you make all five, you can come back at the end of the year and try to win a Dodge truck. Would you be? Would you like to play? That's okay, sweetie. And she touched my hand. <laughs> like one bucket, you would get like Whataburger for a year. Nah, then you get this, one. get that, get that. Well, and it's good story. It, was, it was awesome. And the kid gave the ring back. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the good story. That's what we are, right? <laughs> yes. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go around the room. Let's do what's got your goat, which means what's annoying you. Oh, got it. Because you don't want me to have your goat. You love your goat. Like, oh, my goat. So, like, if you owned a goat and somebody, like, yeah, somebody got, got it, you'd be annoyed by it. Okay, got yeah, it. I'm going to say that. What's got your goat? Okay. Amy, what's got your goat? A uh, gum snacking. Just in general? No. Somehow my son has picked it up. I'm not quite sure. Maybe one. I don't know. Kids at school? Do they get to have gum at school? He's a, he's doing camps this summer, so I don't know if it was somewhere there. But now it's just it's a constant like he used to be chew gum and not smack. So I don't know why now we're smacking. Does he back talk? Um, occasionally. I just that age was a big back talking, uh, gum smacking. Not listening age. Yeah. It's a difficult age. I don't feel like it's a gum snack. Like, I'm not going to do oh, it. Oh, like, that's I'll, how I feel. I'll, cor- I'll correct it and he'll yeah. be like, oh, but it's just, it's a, something, a habit got that just it. got picked up. And now anytime we're in the car, it's all I can hear. I took it as him going like. Right. Yeah. But if he's just kind of doing it subconsciously even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's annoying though. Yeah. Lunchbox. What's got your goat? Costco. <laughs> oh gosh. This segment. Not brought to you by Costco. Go ahead. Because they're taking a page out of Netflix's book and they're cracking down on membership sharing. And this is a problem because I have my neighbor dog sit sometimes. I'm always like, hey, let me pay you. And they're like, no, don't worry about it. Just let's borrow your Costco membership. And so they go to Costco on my card. But now they're going to put employees at the self-checkout and make sure you're the person on the card. So they just go and you get in with the card. They don't actually put it on like a credit card. Right, no, no, yeah. right. And they and they can you you know, you scan it at the register, the self-checkout. It's like, "Oh yeah, you do have a membership." Then they pay. Now, not going to be able to do it. I don't have a Costco membership. And you could have borrowed mine, but not anymore. Do you have to pay for that? Yeah, I got to yeah. pay for it. What's it like a month? No, it's a year. Depending on what level membership you get, you can get a business membership. Oh, tiers? Yeah. Is that where you have to have the big mustard? Yes. Yes. Oh man. Like lots of and lots of paper towels and lots of toilet paper and lots of everything. Everything's bigger. Do you guys go to? Do you guys all go to Costco? Chicken nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. You want ground beef? Yeah. Twenty six pounds. pounds. (laughs) Do you have to be invited? No. No. You just walk up. You guys just sign. Invited. It's not like Raya. 
I don't know, dude. I I I go shop at the gas station until I just got married. And so yeah. I don't, I've been like four times in eight years. No, you just go and sign up and you pay. But lunchbox, you could take your neighbors. So by that, you just have to escort them. No, no, I don't think they're going to allow you anymore. They're cutting down on it, Amy. They okay. said you have to have your own membership to check out. Okay, get your grocery list from the neighbors and be like, happy to go shop for you if you watch my dog. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, that's got your goat. Yeah. What's the other one? Costco and then Sam's. I've been to Sam's. Sam's Club. I used to have a Sam's Club card. No, yeah. and you know what? There's a new one. But I had a Sam's Club card. It's the same thing. I have a picture on it, black and white. It's yep. like fur. It's like yes. fuzzy. And I'd be like, I'm here, and then I would go in, and it'd be huge mustard. That's all I remember. It's huge mustards. Yeah. There's well, a new one called BJ's. That's what it's called. I drove I thought, by it the other day. Was, I thought that was a restaurant. That was a liquor no, store. No, that yeah. BJ's is a restaurant, but there is now a wholesale place called BJ's. Saw it, oh, and I wow. was like, I told my wife, I said, "What is BJ's?" <laughs> Wait, is Eddie, it? Eddie, so, do we need to get so, Eddie, on let's this? catch your goat. So I have mice in my garage. <laughs> oh. so, and that's never good, right? I found the droppings or whatever. And so <laughs> I went to the store and I got mouse traps. So I'm like, I'm going to get these mice. So I got cheese. I put in the mouse traps. I set them because I have, I store dog food in the, in the garage. So I'm like, for sure they're trying to get the dog food. So I put all of these traps around the dog food. I have not caught a mouse. However, I caught my four year old son. Oh. <gasps> Oh, I thought the dog would have been the answer. Your son stepped on yes. it? Yes. Luckily, he had shoes. It didn't hurt him. He didn't oh. cry. He was like, what? <laughs> What's happening? I didn't. I forgot to tell people that I had mousetraps in there. And that'll break a toe or a finger if you're going for in. For sure. Shoeless. Yeah. If so. you go full shoeless, Joe, and you get hit with that thing, that'll break a toe for hey, sure. Hey, when I find, find a mouse, I'm telling you guys, I'm going to be really excited. Aww. He's going to uh, smoke one. <laughs> Bring it in. <laughs> no. Smoke mice. <laughs> you got to sell them. Eat them. Morgan, what's got your goat? Anything? Yeah, it's with country artists or their team. No one in particular, but I always see them posting like other shows content when they make an appearance on another show, but they never post ours. Yeah, oh. that's annoying. I think because we've been here forever and they're like, we should just not invite people back on if they don't post it, Scuba. What? I wouldn't say the word never. That's pretty sweeping. They do it a lot. Well, There's the ones some. that don't, we just don't invite them back on. Okay, what? I can do that, yeah. I'm not saying all. What there name is and name? some, but I'm not going to name names. I don't know Initials. who it is, but I think a bit of it is We've been here forever, meaning, what, 10 years now? Yeah. And if somebody starts something new, it's like, oh, look, the new person's here. Or like, look, this new inner. So that's probably a little bit of it. But also, yeah, well, cool. They want to post other people's stuff and not ours on our show. We just don't invite them back on. That's easy. Fixed. We have no guests ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, why do you have no more guests? Well, we did a segment called Got Your Goat. <laughs> and so we just eliminated all guests. We uh, send all the stuff to them, too. You some choose not to post. Some do, though, and we know who they are. And they, yes. Yeah. And the people that come on and we say, hey, we're on if you'd like to promote your appearance, and they post like the assets to promote the appearance because it helps us and them. When it's like borderline, if we're going to bring them back, we always bring them back. And that's like the weighing factor for us. But yeah, whatever. Now my goat's getting got by this. <laughs> Didn't plan for this to happen. Ray, got your goat got? Yeah, unfortunately, it's family group texts because some of the family members have an Android, so you can't leave these texts. Mm. And I mean, I'm talking, sometimes there's 40 family texts from all over America. Oh, Houston weather's really beautiful today. Hey, how's your weather in Michigan? Oh, ours is great in Wyoming. What's it going, what's going on in Nashville? It's that every single day. And the Android doesn't allow, you can't get in with that, right? You can't escape them. There's no way to get out of an Android family group text. I mean, it is, it's, You're 20 locked. people have got my goat. You're locked in. <laughs> 20 people. <laughs> um, and I'll go, my Bronco's leaking oil. Oh no. oh, no. I thought you got that all like... Well, I did. We rebuilt the whole thing, but it's still from the 70s. And all I know is I went out to the garage and there were two little spots of oil. And I was like, dang. 
So I got some cardboard and put it under it. And both of those piles, they've gotten bigger. Dang, dang, dang. So I got to take it in tomorrow. I got to take it into the shop. And also I look, I looked under there because it's jacked up too. I looked under there and I reminded myself I know nothing about fixing it oh. <laughs> or cars or anything. It all looks strange yeah, for, to you. For some reason I was like, let me check this out. Let me see my back and do a little something here. And I got under there. I was like, I have no idea what any of this Dang. is. And it's like old school, you know, like 74 or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's leaking oil. So that, uh, that's money. And I like it. It's like a good time to drive it because it's warm because I don't, we, we never put the top on it. We don't put the, we had a hard top. Man, the seventies, that's the seventies sucked. It was not comfortable to drive. That's rude. But that's all. That's what you knew. So. Yeah, no, I'm telling you though. But well, here's what I know: the '70s sucked compared to what I know now. I was yeah. only there for a year. It sucked, man. Yeah, dude, you had a tough for that year <laughs> when you're a baby. All right, that's what's got our go. Thank you guys. I'm gonna give you three options inside of a category. The game is: tell me which one you would save. If the house is on fire, you got to save one of the three. Only one of the three. Mm. They're all of value, though. Things inside your house: pictures. Memorabilia, collectibles, or shoes. Your house is burning down. You can grab all the pictures or all your memorabilia or all your shoes. What do you grab? Amy. I guess under memorabilia and collectibles, I put things I got from my parents, like inherited things. Like things. Yeah, that works. I grab that Lunch. for sure. Pictures, because I don't have any memorabilia and I don't have the other one. Shoes? Shoes. I have like a pair of tennis shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you? Oh, I have shoes. For I've, you've given me so many awesome pairs of shoes that that's what I would say. Like I don't have any pictures. Are all on my phone? Yeah. Yeah, picture. That's a good point. <laughs> I grab uh, memorabilia. I probably grab like the mirror ball. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For yeah. Sure. When I want to dance with the stars, that's just like my favorite thing. For oh sure. wait, I need to switch. Prom, Prom king. king. Prom king crown. I forgot about that. that's memorabilia. There's a fire, and in the house there are three people: Garth Brooks, Dolly Parton, and George Strait. You only get to save one of them. Oh, easy. Yeah, it's simple. Who do you save? Amy. George Strait. Lunchbox? Uh, Dolly Parton. Eddie? Garth. I probably save Dolly. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she sends my kids free books every month. I'm saving her. I need those books. <laughs> you need the books till oh, they come? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the glass room. It's burning down. Nice. And in the glass room, there's Scuba Steve. You don't need, you can save Ray and that's it. Raymundo or Abby? Well, we know who's not getting saved. What? Why he has such a feud with Abby out of nowhere? It's just so weird. No, I, I, I was thinking Ray. You guys wouldn't say Maybe. Ray. I can't pick, so I'm just going by who I've known the longest, Ray. Eddie? Scuba, easy. Lunchbox? Scuba, man. He's got three kids. <laughs> That's true. Love you. Abby. Thanks. Why? Because she's her. awesome. <laughs> I love Abby. I love the way Amy <laughs> tells you to pick Abby when she didn't pick Abby. She didn't tell me to pick Abby. She just said my name. No, she, she goes. Thought, she thought I was falling asleep. No, so she literally said, Bobby, pick Abby. I just, supplemental message. I picked Abby. Okay. Technology category. It's on fire. Do you take out your phone, your laptop, or all your TVs? Oh, that's in. Okay, in. Go. Phone. Wouldn't even think twice. My phone. Phone. Yeah. Phone, but laptop close. Maybe laptop because my phone's on my laptop too. Yeah, yeah, but you phone for sure. It's already on you. Uh, Bobby Bone Show recurring guests. The house is on fire. Would you save Jake Owen, Luke Combs, or Tim McGraw? Oh my gosh! What? You only get to save one. Got it. Hmm. That's Amy? tough, dude. Jake. Jake. Lunchbox. Yes. Ah, <laughs> Jake. Jake. Eddie. He's a legend, man. We're saving McGraw. Yeah. Jake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm saving Jake. I'd save Jake. Yeah, yeah. 
There are three TV shows in the house. Which one do you save? Friends, Seinfeld, or Fresh Prince? Amy? Friends. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Friends. Ah, oh, Fresh oh. Prince, though. Oh, so good, but, but, yeah. uh, uh, I'm going to go Friends. Superheroes. Batman, Iron Man, or Spider-Man? Iron Man. Ooh. Spider-Man sucks now. Yeah, I, I think I would do... I'm watching Spider-Man. I don't care about Spider-Man that much right now. I think I'd say Batman. Who's the latest Batman? Who is Batman? Uh, the, the, Ed, uh, what's Pattinson. His name? Pattinson. Oh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Mm. Probably Iron Man then. Oh, man. Batman's kind of lame now with Robert Pattinson, although that was a pretty good movie. Spider-Man I don't care about it all, so I'm just going to go with Iron Man. I got Batman. Okay. Just because I like Batman. Yeah. yeah. You guys like that game? Yeah, it's kind of right. fun. It's all right. I thought it was going to be harder. Some parts Like are- what? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be more difficult. You know, like, like what about us? Who would you save here? Of you three? Yeah, <laughs> Amy. What? Should I answer that so fast? I mean, I don't know. Let me think about this. Yeah, think about it. Let me think about who I would save. You want to be stuck with Amy? It's what not about being stuck with yeah, someone. No, yes, it is because we're gonna be. I don't gone. save them and but have to also, like live yes. with them right after that. Just yes, saying, dude. Yeah. yeah, who's been with you the longest? Why would you save her over me? That's rude. You asked me, and that was my answer. I know, and we're asking you to defend it. <laughs> I would wait, but that's really not your answer. That was too quick. You didn't think about it. All right, now that you've think had time it. to think, who would you say? <laughs> Good point, Amy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, what about? Nah, there's too many people fighting with each other. Go on. What you got? No, 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 no. no do it. I want to hear it. No, I, 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 I want to hear fighting. I got. <laughs> I like fighting. I got nothing. A couple voicemails. This is Jamie from Mississippi. I wanted to say something to Lunchbox on behalf of Morgan, Amy, and Abby. Something they would never be able to say, so I'm going to say it for them. Lunchbox, kiss our butt. And then I want to challenge Lunchbox to say something kind to each of the ladies individually. Something true, something kind, not anything silly or dumb. I want him to actually be a nice guy for a few minutes and say something nice to each of the ladies. I'm up for that. Can you do that without being funny? Yeah, can I respond to her? Yeah. Kiss my butt. Got her. <laughs> there oh, you man. go. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. That's my response. Got her. You really nailed her with that one. I and mean, then, I don't really understand why, what she means. I, don't know. I think she just thinks sometimes you're probably mean to the ladies here on the show for different reasons. But uh, let's do it. Let's go to uh, Amy first. Say something genuinely nice. Um, Amy is nice. Okay, got her. All right, Morgan. Uh, Morgan can be funny sometimes. Mm, man, you're so sweet. Uh, Abby? <laughs> Abby shows up on time. He did it. There you go. Wow. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Good That's hard, man. That's heart right there. Good job, man. I love it's hard for you. Thanks. We appreciate you. I mean, I don't know what you wanted me to say. You know, you said exactly it. Yeah. You fought through the struggle and you got there. No, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a struggle. Oh, good for you. It came out easily. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could say, now can we do one bad thing? Nah. Oh. I don't need more kids my butt calls. That's why. Uh, George Wallace. This says the comedian George Wallace called us, who I used to watch all the time. He called us? It says George Wallace. So let's play the clip here. Go ahead. Hey, it's time for me to do my thing. This is comedian George Wallace. I just, by the bones, sound like a great name. I'm in Philly uh, at uh, the Helium Comedy Club this weekend, and I was actually looking for an advertising person. And, uh, but I thought Bobby Bones was an interesting, very interesting name. Comedian George Wallace calling. Uh, if you know someone in your programming department, have them give me a call back. I'll be there this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Thank you much. So was he trying to book himself on the show to do promo? Yeah, I think so. Either that or, or like uh, cut commercials to promote it that weekend. So he just called the request, like the the voicemail line. I have a phone number. We can call him back. That's okay. I just thought it was interesting. Okay. He called. Yeah. 
I think when he was researching, he came across, like, doing research, Bobby Bones, and he thought that name was interesting, so he wanted to call. Yeah, but again, he's looking for somebody in, like, yeah. advertising, and he said he's doing the helium yeah, 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 comedy really, club. Yeah, and he does his own like marketing stuff. I guess I don't know. But now we got Louis Anderson on the phone. Louis, what's up? <laughs> oh, he's dead. What? Yakov Smirnov? He's the next. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Do you sing in the car, the shower, in a choir, at karaoke? Two of the four. First two karaoke, almost never, but I will. Never in that whatever the third one was the choir. choir? No, not a choir. Well, some I mean, people are part of the church choir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would sing in church, but I would never part of the choir. Well, Every once in a while, I do a solo though with no choir. Oh yeah, yeah. I get up and I'd be like, "All right, everybody, I'm gonna do it." I was like 11. I'd be like, "All right, some glad morning when this life is over, I fly away." I fly away, oh glory, I. Fly away in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't even I, play. I don't know why. We must have both gone to similar churches that just let anybody sing. Southern Baptist and uh, yeah. make a joyful noise. Get up there and do it. I you got it. There. I'm about to. And then uh, I wasn't very good. I stopped. I stopped when I was like 13 or 14. <laughs> the day I got baptized. You sang? The you Lord came out of the water and sang? Before, That's some righteous gemstones yeah. type stuff. She comes out with... <laughs> <laughs> the Lord has So everyone stops like to hear you sing? Like what if do you, you mean? Just, like if you just start singing, everyone... No, goes, no, 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 no. I'd go up on the microphone. Yeah, you're allowed. The Mountain Pine Baptist. They'd be like, anybody... Well, Bobby's going to sing a solo today. And then I would go up and sing. But when I... Because I most of my life was Mountain Pine Baptist. But my grandma went to a Pentecostal church for a while when I was young. And that, that was just like... Um, it was just mayhem. Just sing. A lot of yelling. Tongues. Yeah. The whole thing. I mean, it was amazing. It's passion. And then somebody would just start singing and everybody just kind of, it's like a dance off. When That's everybody, cool. everybody backs off and lets somebody do the thing in the circle. <laughs> it's basically that, but in church. It's crazy. It's crazy. Awesome. All right. What else? So if you sing, yeah. the point of this is you're probably happier, healthier, and less stressed. A study found that singing, particularly singing with others, like in a band, choir, or chorus, is good for your mental and physical health. Yeah, mostly I just do it to get my voice warm at this point. Not really much about happy. I just drive in singing songs. But yeah, singing's fun. I do sing a lot in the shower, though. I think a lot in the shower. That's where I feel like I get my most clarity because there's no pressure on me. So, all right, what else? Well, if you're a single dad, dating.com says that women are looking for single dads. Okay. And they're very open to it. They Why say- specifically a single dad? Why not a mm-hmm. single no Dad. Right. They say single dads are less likely to play games. They're more likely to be stable, responsible, Eesh. mature, and really? that's what they're looking for. I mean, I get it. I get you have to be if you have a kid. But what if you're a single dad because your wife left you because you're an idiot and you're not mature and you cheated or... You know, there's all the... Morgan, would you date a single dad? No, it's not particularly what I'm looking for right now. See? 75% of single people say that if they match with someone that has a kid, it has little to no impact on them, but... You better tell them up front on the first date. You should take the kid with you on your first date. That's what I say. All right, what else? Well, this is kind of depressing, but also interesting. Taste of Country put together the top country songs that are about personal tragedies. Mm, personal, like per, like the, the song, the singer? Yeah, like the number three song, Cole Swindell, You Should Be Here. Oh, it's dad, dad, yeah. Okay. Well, 
Because mm. his dad just unexpectedly yeah, died. Yeah, the song's really not about that. The song's about what he's doing now and you should be here more than it is the tragedy. I thought you made singing about the tragedy. Oh. Right, but it, it took his dad dying for him. No, I to get it. his dad to write this. I thought it was like literally about tragedies. Like this one's called a Hiroshima. You know, that? <laughs> oh. like that's what I thought it was. No. Or, or like a song about 9-11 with yeah. Alan Jackson. I didn't know it was just about sad stuff. Okay, what else you got? What's number two that I can... Rip apart. Yeah. <laughs> Craig Morgan, The Father, <laughs> My Son, and The Holy Ghost. One of the saddest songs ever. This is literally about him and his son dying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It's, this was also a tragic tubing accident. Yeah. So, like, Cole's dad was working on underneath a car. Tragic. This is a tubing accident. Man, Ugh. every time I've seen him play this song live, he's cried. Mm. And... Uh, that's why he doesn't always do it because it, he's just like I don't I, I can't do it sometimes. So this is songs literally about that. All right, what else? And you know what this one's about? The number one song from Vince Gill, "Go Rest High on That Mountain." Go rest high. What do you say? I know what that's about. Like for, for like a friend. Like it's, it's oh yeah, I thought I learned from you, um, the Keith Whitley. Huh? I feel like you talked about it before that he wrote this for Keith Whitley when he died. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't think I did either. Oh, gosh. I just assume anything that I remember that's history like this, I got from you. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I read it and was like, wow, I didn't know the specific reason. Yeah, I know the song is often played at funerals. I've been to a few where people have sang it, but I didn't know specifically it was written. Yeah. Well, it was, I think when he, maybe when Vince Gill was in here, he talked about how it was originally inspired by that. Um, but then his older brother died a few years later from a heart attack and then he finished it. I don't know. I, that story has been told in this room. Mm -hmm. but, Some, don't, but don't quote me on that. Well, no, you can't say that. You can't do that. You can't just say stuff and <laughs> say, don't quote it. me. <laughs> Thank, we should put that at the end of every show. All right, we're going to wrap up the show today. Anything you heard, don't quote us. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, Amy, thank you. I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This kid, Will, who lives in Illinois, turned 13 earlier this month, loves running. And as part of his project, he collected athletic shoes, athletic gear, money to be donated, and delivered it all to a youth shelter in Chicago wow. for his 13th birthday. That's pretty cool. The youth center helps people who are dealing with housing instability or homelessness. And so he chose that because he wanted to give them a sense of hope. He said a shoe can basically take you anywhere, seven grand and all the stuff. Wow. 13 years old. 13, you that's kind of a jerk age, right? Oh, they're all jerks. That's like at the 13. hormones are really yeah. yes. So the fact that Will did this at 13, that's extra, extra good. Will's a cool dude. Nice job, Will. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. 
What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tickets go on sale tomorrow to my comedically inspirational shows, the new shows. We have added new shows in Wichita, Tampa, and Nashville because they sold out. And then we added a whole new show in Tulsa. So tomorrow, 10 a.m., be there, be square. Local time, 10 a.m., go to bobbybones.com, and that's it. And now, speaking of jokes, Amy, you ready? We're yes. We're going to do the morning corny, but we're going to figure it out. Investigative morning corny, 90 seconds on the clock. Ready, boys? Ready. ready. How many can we get? Go. <laughs> The morning corny. What does a frog like to eat with a burger? What's a frog like to eat with his burger? Legs. Frog legs. Ribbits. Ribbit. 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 Hops. Bar- hops. Jumps. Lily pads. Fries. Buns. Frogs. Ba- uh, uh, green. Kermit. With its burger? With Kermit. Its burger. Flies. flies. Burgers and flies. No, French burger flies. Fly. French, French flies. French That's flies. it. Okay. One. Where did the broccoli go to have a few drinks? Treehouse. Stalk. Broccoli head, broccoli, 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 uh, broccoli. Jolly Green Giant, broccoli, broccoli, forest, broccoli, Rob, what? Broccoli. Where did the broccoli go to have a few drinks? Chop the pot, chop, the chopping block. Wait, no, the cauliflower. The broccoli. Where did the broccoli go to throw back a few drinks? The bar, Billy. The bar. The bar. Oh, the salad bar. Yes. The salad okay. bar. Oh yes. my God. When potatoes have babies, what are they called? Fingerlings. Spuds. Little toes. 
little tiny to- potatoes, t- little little balls, spuds, little spuds, <laughs> little. It's small taters, small taters. Oh, small, small tots. tots, small tots, small tots. tots. Tater tots. Okay, what did the baby? Oh, yeah. What did the baby corn say to its mom? You're, you're Colonel, big. you're big. Mommy, Here please, you. Don't, please don't leave me. Heal me. <laughs> baby corn. Cobb. Colonel, uh, can uh, I get on your cob? Huh? What? <laughs> I don't know. Cob. Uh, cob corn. Cob salad. I feel like this is ten years. Oh, there we go. I knew. It. What is that, that one? Where's popcorn? What? Where's my popcorn? Why would he say that to the mom? It's the cor- corn to the mom. Well, hey, oh, man. Mom corn. What, what, what did baby corn say looking for his dad? Or hey, pop. Okay, okay. Popcorn. Like, right. that makes more sense. He's pop. Yeah. Hey, look, we got a few. Oh, you boy. did. And it used to be that if you got one, y'all celebrated. And now yeah, it's we, like you we, have to get 500. We've grown and gotten better. We have higher expectations of ourselves. Sorry, we have high expectations, guys. And some of them we were like, ah, we don't understand. The tater tots one, I that, we just led there. And that was good. I just yelled some words. <laughs> I was happy when you got we'll that. We'll take it, though. We got a few. Eddie, go ahead. Come on, here we go. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't, can't lose. Oh, you didn't yell there. I was looking at the tease. I'm sorry. You're not feeling I was it? Focused, yeah, I was disappointed in myself and I was focused on this tease. It's all good. Yeah, sorry. Hey, Ray, play the audio first from this flight landing. We have a nose wheel on uh, safe indication. We're going to have to go ahead and declare an emergency. Okay, so this flight is a Delta flight. It's landing. They can't get the landing gear down and they have to oh. skid their big <laughs> land. It is my nightmare. <laughs> I don't know how planes work. And even if you tell me, and people have tried. I still am like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. it's too heavy. Too heavy. Can't do it. I don't like flying to see this happen on a Delta flight. Which, by the way, I must say, shout out pilots. Because as scary as this is, they walked off this thing. And he sounds calm in that clip. Yeah. Boy, can you imagine if he's crying? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Ah! <laughs> Boy, this story is crazy. A Delta flight notified air traffic control they were declaring an emergency after the front landing gear on the plane would not go down. Oh, no. So that means they just had to go on the metal? That means the wiener had to scrape. <sighs> the front oh, of the wiener. Yep. That's what goodness. you call that part? Yeah, no, I, I do when I look at it. It's I like, how the, would you describe it? Well, nose. wiener goes right down to the cement. Okay. Okay. Cool. That you never crossed my mind. You can't hand crack th- crank that thing? Well, I, I've seen that happen before. Like I, in the movies? I've been on a Southwest flight, and oh, they came right, and opened right. the floor. They pulled the floor up, and the pilot got down and hand-cranked the wheel down. That's what I'm talking about. But they may not have been able to do that. The pilots flew by the airport's air traffic control tower. This part's crazy. To let officials visually inspect the plane. <laughs> Where I just picture somebody with like binoculars looking out the window like, yeah, we don't see it down either there, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. So you're telling me it's not down? No, it ain't, it ain't down there. So that's what happened, and the gear had it lowered into place. And I'll play this clip again. Here it is. We have a nose wheel uh, on safe indication. We're going to have to go ahead and declare an emergency. And they had to land that thing. And again, it went full wiener to concrete. No he, wheel. He, okay, he just said nose. Like, I, nose. It's I think nose. he meant wiener. He knew he was being recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was nervous. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to get canceled. <laughs> uh, guys, we're going to go full wiener to concrete here. Uh, is that cool? Dude, that is, that's a nightmare. I mean, for everybody, the video, some guy took a video on the inside and everyone's bracing for the impact. For impact yeah. it's, I just can't even imagine being in that situation. The pilots made what's been described by passengers as a smooth landing. Yeah. With no injuries reported. There were over 100 people on board. The runway remained closed because they had to do all the inspections of the plane. The FAA estimated yesterday that the runway would reopen tonight, but it takes that long. What happened? Why wouldn't the wheel go down? 
How, and how can you test that? Because the wheel's always got to be up. The, the wheel's always got to be down when you're testing it, like when you're just sitting there. Because mm-hmm. they'll go out and do all the tests. And they're like, okay, let, does it, they shake the wing. Yep, it's on there. All right, let's check the steering wheel. I'll shake it. Yep, it works. They can't really do the wheel because it's working. That's a good point. So how do they even like they know? they can't lift it or right. else the plane will fall. Mm-hmm. Oh. They, they need to get a bunch of mattresses, <laughs> put them under the front, and then lift the wheel up and put it back down. Yeah, yeah. And if it works, then you fly. So everybody gets mad when their flight's delayed. This could happen to you. Question. So shut up. They're just trying to make sure that things work. Yeah. Why can't you just leave the wheels down? Like, why, why are we messing with getting it up and getting it down? Like, I would assume there's some sort of aerodynamic mm-hmm. issue where if you're flying and that wind is blowing against that thing that's hanging there, it's probably affecting how the plane flies. Okay. My only assumption. I'm big aerodynamics guy, big flight guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and don't you think quicker. if you're going that fast, the wheel will just fly off if you're just is hanging out there? Oh, no, no, I don't think so. Just unless, it on, it's, unless it's like taped. <laughs> yeah, don't tape it. I mean, because planes go what? How much miles an hour? Over 100. <laughs> that's all I was going to guess. Hey, that's fast. I th- don't they go like knots or I, something? I don't know. You, I don't even like to learn because the more I learn, the more I'm scared that we're up there. Right. But yeah. this is my nightmare. And you're seeing pictures inside because people are recording it. And people are holding onto the back of their seats. Oh. So, oh. Which it's, yeah, painful to watch. I mean, that's the one time you're going to strap that belt real tight. Because when they're like, put your seatbelt on, I make it as loose as possible. Why? Because it's not comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Me too, for the most part. But again, that time that you guys were flying in and you weren't with me and you were flying back into Austin. It was terrible. And you hit turbulence and all the the food flew up and hit the ceiling. Everything Everything. hit the ceiling. No, no, no. I almost hit my head on the baggage thing because I wasn't strapped in all the way. Because you were so loose. Yeah, I was so loose. (laughs) I mean, it was Were you comfortable when the plane hit turbulence? I was. And then it hit turbulence. I was like, and then that's when I tightened it. And I was like, oh, man, that was a bad idea. My drink was on the person in front of me. See, I've never been in a situation that crazy. I've had a couple that were crazy, but never like that. They said we dropped about a thousand feet. And that's when Ray, like one of the girls from St. Jude, had never been on an airplane before. And Ray yells out loud, oh, guys, looks like we're going down. <laughs> Beforehand. Yes. And then like 20 seconds later, boom, boom, and we went down. And Ray was like, I shouldn't have made that joke. You jinxed <laughs> the plane, Ray? I didn't jinx it. I had just never experienced something like that. So you just assume it's never going to happen to you, but it then did happen to us. But why did you say that? Was you, Were you already hitting some turbulence? Yes. There were baby ones, and I was like, we're going to die. Why would you? Oh, my God. Why yeah, would you yell that ever? He's been drinking. He's been drinking. Yeah, the poor St. Jude oh, he girl was drunk was, on the plane. I mean, yeah, 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 she yeah. was scared out of her mind. We're going to die. Uh, you yelled that on a plane. <laughs> I don't care if there's no baby turbulence or not. You don't, yell, you don't yell that on a plane. You also don't bring up plane crash shows or documentaries yeah, either. No. Because that's the thing you don't talk about. Was it super scary or... Super scary. No, did no. it all happen and was it over and then it was only scary in retrospect? Or were you able to be scared during it? No, retrospect. Because it happens so fast and then you just see the carnage all throughout carnage. the carnage. Oh man, everything was in the aisles. Ginger everything. ale in the aisles, carnage. I think we need to kind of <laughs> laptops, laptops, I mean, everything. You name it. It was all it. over the place, and everybody's just looking like, what was? What did the pilots what? say when they came on afterwards? They didn't say anything. Nothing. They didn't. Nothing. They didn't address nope, it. No. Nope, it's nope. like the time I went to a Britney Spears concert <laughs> once when I was like 24, and she came out in a black wig. And we thought, well, this is weird. I wonder what she's going to say about it. She never addressed it. The whole show, she performed in a black wig. And then she left. Never said anything about the black wig. It's, it was so weird. And I thought, how does she not address that? How do the pilots not address that you guys basically had ginger ale laptop carnage <laughs> and as far died. as you could see? Yeah. And not- no, they didn't oh, say anything. Wow. And then about 
15 minutes later, the flight attendants just start cleaning up. Oh that was gosh. it. No- I, I remember seeing all of y'all <laughs> shortly after, I guess whenever, I don't know, later that day, and they were still shook. Like, it took, they, they were physically frazzled. Yeah. Would you guys have wanted to be on that flight where, uh, what that, what, Sully? Sully, Sully, yes, yeah, Sully, you live, you do mm-hmm. live, right? Mm-hmm. So you know the ending of it. Would you have wanted to be on that flight? It lands in the water. All that happens. Yeah, it's all crazy for a second, but then it's, you're, you're on it and you get to say it the rest of your life, but you also have to live with that trauma and that kind of PTSD of oh. race for impact. That's Man. tough because you got a story though. You would get on the, on the news. news. You could yeah, write a book. Yeah, yeah. You could write a book. You could. But, yeah. Man, that trauma, you'd never want to get on a plane again. I don't, you would never fly again, I don't think. Would you want to be on that flight, yes or no? Yes. After yeah. all that, he still goes, yes? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good doing that. I'm looking at pictures from what, Twitter. No, no, oh. no, no, from after this flight when you guys were the on. The carnage. Lunchbox posted a picture. He wrote, worst turbulence of my life. My drink flew to the seat in front of me, and the aisle is trash, and he is covered. I mean, carnage is a little excessive, <laughs> but he's covered and just wet. <laughs> Uh, you guys can call us if you want, 877-77-BOBBY. We appreciate you guys being here. Coming up in a little bit, there is a guy, he cleans pools, and he decided to go clean this pool. It's a little, little later than normal. It wasn't good. Mm? I'll tell you about it in a minute. Also, tomorrow, 10 local time, wherever you are, tickets to my comedically inspirational shows go on sale. Tulsa, I'm coming to you. We're doing a Friday night, so everybody that's a Razorback fan, everybody that's a Oklahoma State and OU fan can come. And we can all still go to our games on Saturday. So tomorrow, 10 a.m., Tulsa. And then the second shows to Tampa, Wichita, and Nashville go on 10 a.m. BobbyBones.com. Lunchbox, your story about Eva Longoria that you just told and you were doing promo for the Spurs. And then we talked about your candy bars. I, I'm just sitting here thinking during that quick little break right after that, that I was at the mall and a guy comes up, kid, 19, with candy bars. And I was like, hey, I'm selling candy for my basketball team. Scam. Scam. And I bought some candy, but is that real? No, it's a scam. They come up to you in the parking lot, scam. But I, but I literally got the candy. No, was I understand. It, was it world's finest chocolate with no, almonds? No. It was just random stuff in the gas station. Exactly. It's like peanut M&M's. Yeah. yeah. And they do that all the time. It's a scam. And I paid like three bucks a piece, but he said my team were trying to get jerseys and they're trying to go to a tournament. Are you sure it's a scam? Scam. If they approach you in a parking lot, it's a scam. But you and approach have, people in a parking lot with your world's finest chocolate. I stood in front of the store... Like, as they're walking in and out, I'm not coming in between the cars and popping out of nowhere. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. And they have a little laminated sheet of, like, paper. Yeah, that's Scam. what happened. I think I gave him 20 bucks for, like, what? a few pieces of candy. I was like, hey, man, good luck. I hope Dang. you make it. But am I an idiot? You're an idiot. No, that laminated paper will get you every time. <laughs> yeah, right? It wasn't like they just printed it. They it had to go, they had to go to Kinko's. Yeah. Here, you want to read over everything? If you're going to go doing? to Kinko's, like, I should believe you. That's right. the rule. You go to Kinko's, you laminate it. It's the truth, I felt like. Right. But yeah, that's a scam, yeah. man. I'm sorry. But you what's lost. the scam? They're just buying it and then charging more, and that's how they're making money? Because I don't know. I am getting a product. That's a great question. I don't know what the scam is, but they're not a basketball team. Yeah, I know well, that. Overcharging candy, man. Three yeah. bucks for a candy what, scuba? So uh, what I've heard and I've seen on the news is there's like, it's almost like a pimp. There's a guy. What? What? <laughs> well, they're not really pimping him out for that, but there's a guy huh? who runs the ring and he sends these kids out to sell this candy at a higher cost. He takes all the money. They get like a very, very, very slim cut of it. So something similar happened to Amy. We've talked about on the show where the van dropped people off in your neighborhood and they came to your door and you gave them a bunch of money. I don't know if Why a are van. You looking at me like that Did because I, I don't know if this? a van dropped him off, but a man came to my door collecting money to buy food to feed the homeless. <laughs> And he had a laminated binder. That's why she's so pro-lamin. Mm. 
And I could pick uh, from different fruit and vegetable baskets. You and know? did you ever see the food or get sent? You give him the money and then they do the food there? No. Right. It was that, if I remember correctly, you could choose from different packages. And like, of course, I was like, well, I I want the bountiful one. Mm-hmm. So I gave him my credit card and he had some app on his phone. And he's like, oh, I can't get it to work. God, saying this back, it's just <laughs> all the red flags are there. But I really bonded with him. Like we were, we talked forever on my porch. And I just thought, wow, this is really great that he's getting an opportunity to get back on his feet. And he's working for a company that's helping others that need help. And so anyway, he had me just enter manually my card into something on the, because we couldn't get it to work. The website wasn't loading. Listen, you know, listen. the whole time he's like, I cannot believe this is working. Yeah, yeah, no, no, because he told it. me my neighbor uh, Cynthia or Wendy or something down the street who I don't know because I don't know all the names of the people. Yeah, they just throw a name nearby. out there and get you. Exactly. I didn't know that then. But now I do. And the thing is, when you come to my door and you are nice and kind and you have a good story and I, like I, that's what I have to work on. That's, I know that I cannot be, vul- I'm vulnerable in that situation. Did anything ever happen with your credit card number? I don't did know. Anyone, I just did remember you cancel y'all it immediately. Saying, yeah, I mean, no. The, the I'm hoping we didn't keep homeless people from food. Honestly, now at this yeah. point, no. Maybe no you feel like that was Lunchbox a scam. worked it. Lunchbox did the research and went to the website. Oh, and Mike D no said web, that right, um, you guys tracked it. it was Mike D said the website was created. Like he could tell that it was a scam, right? Yeah, it was like scammed the images, right? yeah. the images were used elsewhere. It's not like uh, they were exclusive to that site. Were you out the money, or did you were you able to get it back? No, I that I got scammed the money. For sure. I hate that for you. Yeah, well, the other day I was I in know, the front garden. Some guy tried to scam me. He comes up with his little thing, and he's like trying to sell me magazines. I'm like, hey, man, like you're out of date on your scam. Magazines aren't going to work anymore, first of all, because people don't order magazines. Like, man, I'm just out of jail, and I'm working for this company. Oh, my that, God. My guy that, was just out of jail. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And, and he, like, he was adopted. Was, wait, was it somebody who had been on hard times? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I asked him to see his like credentials. I was like, oh, let me see your badge, man. You don't need to see my badge. And he got real but badge as in like, oh, you needed wor- something laminated that I he works for a company and he mm-hmm. got all fr- frustrated with me. He goes, man, I don't know why you're questioning me. I was like, I- I'm just asking, man, because like magazines, no one really. Or-. And he's like, man, fine. If you want to be like that, I'm out of here. And he got mad and he left. And then I saw uh, a neighbor a couple doors down and called the cops on him and they were sitting on the curb. Who? The cop and the guy? Yeah. The, like there's like three people working the neighborhood and the cop had him on the sidewalk, like talking to him and. What's crazy is like four people had given them checks and ordered the magazine. Oh, man. oh my See? gosh! You got I, Hopefully this... it was highlights because I like that one. <laughs> highlights magazine. Yeah, the dentist. It, it I always like love highlights. And you know, yeah. like those. I don't even know what other magazines there are, but it was just like National Geographic and. I was always like, man, I go like to the doctor or something. I'd be like, oh, if I get highlights in my house, that'd be cool. <laughs> yes, but isn't it crazy they still try to scam you with magazines like? I, they'll scam you with bountiful broccoli too, apparently, yeah. and M and M's. Well, he even—I have no idea if this part was true. But when he realized I had adopted, he told me that he had been adopted. I have an idea that it's not true. <laughs> I think it was all a lie. This was his job. Like so, a lot of times, well, obviously, when people get out of jail, they're not given many opportunities, and this is a company that gives them an opportunity to get back on their feet. Yeah, that's what he told me. Or are you saying that's what you think it is? Or that is what he told me. Right. And then he got emotional about his adoption. I, d- I honestly don't know what was. You're being what. Sc- you're being rescammed right now. Not <laughs> yes, doing anything different. Right. You're rescamming yeah. yourself right now. I know. She writes him another check. She's like, now that I think about it. 
Okay, thank you guys for sharing that. I just had that situation, and I just wondered. Yeah, you got scammed. Amy got scammed. Me, I told him, let me see your badge, and he got ticked off. When was that again? About two weeks ago. Yeah, so you still have a chance to be robbed. All right, cool. All right, <laughs> let's uh, go to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. More than 800 flights in the U.S. have been canceled as of Wednesday morning. So as of yesterday, uh, airlines are preparing for a surge of passengers ahead of the holiday weekend. Wednesday's numbers are still an improvement. But again, all this is because of weather or staffing shortages. Oh. Whether you can't help, staffing shortages, that's a big issue. Being blamed for the problems and everybody going at once. So that's what's up. You could probably have a lot of delays. You're traveling and you're flying delays. That's from UPI. The old five-finger discount's happening a lot. Apparently about 10% of people shoplift regularly. Dang. That's oh, a lot. Back in the day, yeah. Well, you? Oh, I mean, yeah. He goes on talking about scams. <laughs> right, and he's oh, a I'd hate a scammer. <laughs> uh, men and women shoplift equally, by the way. 25% of shoplifters are kids in middle school. Mm-hmm. Of that section, 25% of them are kids. In the study, they found most shoplifters start in their teens and primarily do it just for the fun and getting away with it more than they actually need it. And that is from shopliftingprevention.org. Did you find, because I found when I was working in retail, especially at Hobby Lobby, I knew how to shoplift. I didn't, but I knew how to shoplift because I was trying to always catch shoplifters. Like I learned from the inside by going, this is what they'll do. This is how I know we set it up. This is how I know we can get away with it. And so by knowing that, I would watch for them, but I could also go into a place and steal pretty easily. Yeah, I knew how to steal pretty well. Like, I worked at a grocery store when I was in high school, and they had a little patio where you could eat. Like, if you get something from the deli, go out the side door, eat on the patio. So I'd tell my buddies, guys, just go in, get the beer, and go out that door, you're gone. So my friends would do beer runs. So you would tell your friends to steal? Yeah. I taught them how to get away with that that store because... Here's how you steal. I was like, dude, you just go in there, you go out the side door, you got the beer, it's no problem. No one will ever stop you. You were the insider. Yeah. Yeah. You were the inside man. Yeah, guy man, inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An unregulated body part market is happening. Unregulated body parts as an industry is booming with heads going for $3,000. What? Like real heads? A nationwide network of stolen body parts involving a Harvard Medical School morgue manager has revealed a thriving and constantly growing market for human remains. Federal prosecutors allege Cedric Lodge 55 stole body parts, including heads and brains that were donated for research. Lodge, who had worked and managed... Harvard's anatomical gift program. I don't think I want a gift card from that program. <laughs> they sold it to buyers. That's crazy. I guess. But they're doing I research. Think, I think people gifted their bodies to research. No, I know. I'm kidding. I don't think they'll get a gift card from that. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, just a little jokey joke. Yeah. Uh, federal prosecutors are saying that there was a, a, you know, another, we talked about this, a mortuary employee in Arkansas who sold parts on Facebook for nearly $11,000. And a Massachusetts store owner who bought a human skull to create a killer clown doll. Oh, wow. And they shared that doll on Instagram because they were so proud of it. That's how they caught that. A body donated for science is often only used for particular parts. And then the other stuff is just kind of, as my grandma would say, extra. Like for fun? And there's extra. Extra. And this is there. So I guess you're supposed to uh, dispose of it, throw them away. But they don't. They sell them, apparently. That is wild. That's from the New York Post. The most dangerous day of the year for dogs is coming up. It's 4th of July. They will run through a fence. If you're if it's outside and they're scared, they'll be so scared they'll run through a fence. I made that mistake a long time ago when I was living in Austin. It wasn't even dark. I didn't realize people would start shooting fireworks at 3 o'clock. My dog, Dusty, ran through a fence, escaped. Luckily, we got him back in the middle of the night. But just be aware that's going to happen. Keep them inside if you can. If you're gone, put your pet in the quietest room in the house. 
if you can also turn like if you're not there turn music on put put, put stuff up to basically camouflage the noise if you can make sure the dog's wearing a collar so if it does happen to get out that the collar and the id they can call you if you can exercise the dog make it tired do that before you have to leave or if you're just there period and, and the dog is going to freak out so it stinks for dogs because they don't know what's going on they think that it's world war ii and so just be aware that's coming up next tuesday fourth of july right mm-hmm. that's yep. from wdsu and then finally south koreans become young younger overnight because they all change their age they yeah, all that's crazy. change their age what so yeah more than 51 million people in south korea Woke up to find themselves a year or two younger, at least according to the law, under legislation that came into effect Wednesday. All judicial and administrative areas across East Asian countries will adopt the international age system. So some of them, because what would happen is you'd be born and you'd be one. That's the way their system used to work. Like, oh, look, we got you a baby. It's one. You're one. one. You start at one. Oh, okay. But really, you're zero. (laughs) Got it. Until you turn one. Crazy. So they all go back a year. Oh, I'm going to do that, though. I'm going to start adopting a year younger mentally, like cognitively. Mm-hmm. I was watching this person. No, talk. I don't think you can just do that. I don't get, no, 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 no. They mean, said really. that mentally. You know what? Heck, I'm going to identify six, four. Yes. Yes. Boom. You are. I mean, you may start. It may boost your confidence if you start thinking. But that's not want real. To be t- it, but in your mind. it. But why don't you identify secretly and quietly, but just not outwardly? Well, this person from MIT was talking about it, no. so it seems fine. Like, I just was watching this video on YouTube about how you this study was done where if you, like, say you're 40, but you start at, telling yourself you're 38, 38, 37, go back. You, yeah, you, go back to you like live 20. Like, I, yeah, like I, I've dressed like I'm 15 sometimes. So, I mean, that. Internally, yeah. they started to just be younger and like. 38, though? Like, how. Two years. 40 to 38 <laughs> doesn't seem like you're I think really the gonna... point was it doesn't even have to be a drastic move as yeah. long as you cognitively start thinking as though you are younger and you're not fearing aging or focusing on, oh, I'm getting so old. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm saying, yeah, that you, your body reacts to that. I like it. I just want to end the segment. Okay. That's kind of ridiculous. It's not. It is. It's science. Do you I, tell other people you your age? YouTube. That's like us going, it's laminated, so it's true. Yeah, <laughs> but she was a neuroscientist <laughs> from YouTube. MIT but how do you explaining prove it. I just don't think well, you can I'll go on. I'm, I'm going to feel 37 and then feel. 37. I know, but you didn't also believe my mentally think that you're working out and how it can build a percentage. That's of correct. Muscles. I also don't believe that. That Still is doesn't a true believe study it. that was you done. You can't though. just go. Hold on. Yes. Envisioning curls. Yeah. Oh wow. Wait, can you're you, ripped. What about? Thank you. Yeah. Can you mentally say I'm asleep and get more rest? I I don't. I mean, I don't know that study lunchbox. I'm oh. only saying don't that be an idiot, dude. the the. <laughs> The finger weight one, they had a control group, then they had the people that I'm lifted sure. the Listen, actual weights. There is a lot, all seriousness, there's a lot of research on that the mind actually can help the body, right? But my point is you can't just go, ah, screw it, I'm 32. Mm-hmm. And then you feel 32. I'm not, I, yeah, I don't think it's just like, oh, you suddenly feel 32, but mm-hmm. over time, you're yeah. going to be <laughs> crazy younger. On, what? Like visualization with like uh, pro athletes, basketball players. They that's, per- that's specific performance, though, going forward. I know, but so many of them, like before a game, close their eyes. That's all they do is visualize what them, like the, visualize the, the shot going in. The they shot wake going up in. and they're 12. Oh, yeah, I mean, freaky freaky freaky. Freaky. Wow. if I visualize that I'm 21, mm-hmm. guess not, what? When I've been down to pick something up off the ground, I, my knees still pop. I'm not 21. I understand that you're y'all are going to hate on this, but. But it's uh, there's something to it. It's fine. I'm not saying that you think you're 21 and suddenly if you're you actually down 21. And you laminate it and you give it to me. I might believe it. <laughs> okay. All right, we gotta go. All right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's big stories. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sometimes people from Amazon will show up at 11 o'clock, and that's scary. And I get they got a job to do, and sometimes that job takes them a little longer to do because maybe influx in Amazon Prime packages. I don't know. 11 o'clock, somebody's driving in your yard. That freaks me out. So I get it. This one went, ooh, it went it, it, almost super tragic, but there's a person who owns a house in Florida, and they have a pool, and they look back on their pool, and there's somebody on their pool deck, and so they shoot them. Mm. Mm. It was an Amazon person? No, it was a pool cleaner. Oh, 
Oh, we went no. to clean the pool late. Oh, no. So I'll read you the story. Yeah. And there was nothing happening here that was purposefully wrong. Bad decisions were made. Bad judgments about going to clean a pool without letting somebody know at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. But, yeah, a Florida homeowner shot a pool technician who showed up unannounced. They said the technician made no effort to contact them. Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said that they sent their deputies out. They responded to a burglary in progress after the homeowner heard noises in the pool area. Detectives said that they saw an unknown male on the pool deck. The woman did not recognize the man, became concerned. No one was at home with her. Nobody notified her. So, shot him. The pool boy was put into the hospital, minor injuries. In hindsight, he should have probably let him know he's coming at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, from yeah. USA Today. This person, this is not a great decision, but probably, who knows? Kid could have got sick at school, had to leave his job for a few hours. I'll just keep going later on in the evening. Didn't think about it. I just don't think they were doing anything on purpose. To, but that's tough. And it gets dark around 8 o'clock. So you're right. It's not midnight. You know, nine's not right. too, too late because <laughs> you're probably just a little late. Right. Oh, that stinks. You're in there. You got your big net out there oh, getting no. the leaves out. Da, da, da. Oh. I mean, thank goodness he's didn't okay. die. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness he didn't die. Oh. There's a story too. I, sometimes and not most of the time, but sometimes artists just take advantage of their fans. Uh Oh, it just happens because not every artist that's massive is a good person. They're just not. We know some of them that people love and adore, and we're like, they're just not a good person. People really knew. But we know some that are awesome, right? And I think the bads are few. The bad eggs are few. And I'm not saying this is a bad person, but and I don't know who Melanie Martinez is, but fans of Melanie Martinez were upset that their $400 VIP package that included a meet and greet was actually meeting with the hologram. Not no really way. her. <laughs> That's messed That's up. That's pretty crazy. Hilarious. Awful. Awful. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I just wonder if it was in some sort of small print, like you're not. So some of Melanie Martinez's fans left her latest tour feeling disappointed after dropping hundreds of dollars on VIP packages. The Void singer-songwriter is currently in the midst of the Portals tour. And some of her fans bought the $400 VIP packages expecting the meet and greet, but they just got the AI-generated hologram. <laughs> that is awful. That's funny for me because I'm not a part of it. I didn't spend the money on it. That's awful. Quote, does anyone think the VIP AI meet and greet with Melanie is kind of stupid? I mean, the VIP tickets were $400. You didn't even get anything. So one person wrote. It had to be put in there somewhere, right? Somewhere, for sure. One fan who purchased the package shared a video of their interactive portals photo experience. They stood in front of a backdrop as a hologram of Martinez 28 appeared and posed alongside them. That's funny. <laughs> That's from people. I, by the way, when I do meet and greets at my shows, I'll be doing no holograms. Are you really going to be there? It's really going to be okay. me. I mean, we don't do a lot of them, but we do a thing. But you also get like great seats and we do a Q&A and we do a, a whole thing. And then we donate from everyone to uh, the animal shelter that we work with. But that hologram thing's hilarious. I just, you just have to do the whole show. Why not? I can't believe it's that much money too for even a meet. They'd pay that even if she's going to be in person. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, if this is the girl, she's got 14 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, I didn't know she was. 14 million? I'm like, dang. What country is she from? Uh, the United States of America. Because I saw the holograms are big in like Japan. They have performing holograms that are stars. Yeah, if this is the right girl, she's from Baldwin, New York. 
That's pretty baller of her to have a hologram that just goes out to meet and greets. And she was or, on season three of The Voice. Oh, yeah. So she's just like a normal singer, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. I get a hologram to do the show, sit in this chair. I just do it from home, though, but it does my voice. Like Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be anywhere. Dang, that would Let be, the hologram do the work. crazy awesome. Yeah. Um, tickets tomorrow go on sale, though, for my comedically inspirational show. There will be some VIP stuff up there if you want to get it. 10 a.m., Tulsa... And then all the shows we've added a second show, Wichita, Tampa, and Nashville, D.C., all that. BobbyBones.com. This Delta flight was landing full of normal folks taking a normal flight, and the landing gear wouldn't come down, so they had to land it, skid it down with no wheel. Here is air traffic control. We have a nose wheel uh, on safe indication. We're going to have to go ahead and declare an emergency. That's crazy. And the people in the video were holding their chairs, and they're fine. Thank God those pilots were Dialed in, ready to go. They landed that plane because they've never been able to practice that except like virtually, digitally. Yeah, digitally. true. Simulation. Yep. Because you don't get in a plane, a real one, and go, okay, we're going to land this one with no wheel. <laughs> right, we're going to skip this one. Yeah, you're just doing the computer. So they really got to go, well, this one's real now. That's crazy. So shout out to the pilots who did that and everybody's fine. But we start talking about crazy flights that we've been on. Hey, I want to put Paige on who lives in College Station, Texas. Hey, Paige, welcome to the show. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, so I was just listening in about um, the airline that you were talking about, and I wanted to share my first-time experience on a plane. Go ahead. All righty, so we were flying into Kansas City, Missouri for a work summit, and mind you, like I said, this was my first time, and so everybody on the plane, and fortunately, the entire plane was our whole staff because we have a big company. So everybody knew it was my first time, and they were all excited for me. Well... Flying into Kansas City, Missouri, I guess we caught a lot of turbulence and the nose or the wiener, as Bobby would say, <laughs> kind of hit the uh, runway first. Oh. And then our back of the plane, like, skirted to the right. And then the pilot had to skirt it to the left again. So it was all like this quick movement. And everybody was like scared and yelling. And I was just sitting there minding my own business and not even freaking out or anything. Well, then everybody looks at me because they know this was my first time. And they were like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? They're That's like, normal. it's not really supposed to be like this. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I was expecting far worse. And so that was nothing. Yeah, every but flight from now on is easy now. <laughs> you, you done gone through it. You're like, huh, this is interesting. Yeah, you're like, you know, I definitely could see where this could be a little iffy, but uh, we got through it. Yeah, uh, great. Thank you for sharing that story. I appreciate that. Let's go over and yeah. talk. Oh, so I'm sorry. Did I cut her off? Oh, my bad. She dropped. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, let's go over and talk to Dave in Delaware. Hey, Dave, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on, buddy? Good morning. Morning, buddy. So uh, I was a, a crew chief or an aircraft mechanic for 24 years and also flight engineer in the uh, Air Force. So there's lots of ways to simulate testing systems out on the ground. Uh, for example, to actually bring the gear up on the ground, you have to put the airplane up on jacks, uh, which takes a whole team of people. And so you can do retractions and extensions to make sure all the components work in the way they're supposed to work. Uh, also, steering. I heard you talk about steering earlier. So you take a couple of big sheets of metal, put a lot of grease between them, and uh, put the nose gear on those plates so you can actually test the steering mechanism. How often do they check that wheel, though? Because they can't do it every flight. You know, and obviously they check a lot of stuff when it lands, but how often can they lift that wheel up? Because I never see that wheel up. 
Uh, you won't see it there. You know, you won't see it on the apron uh, at the airport. But they'll take them over into another hangar area. Uh, you know, they'll put it up in jacks. They'll do a, a, a quite extensive inspection on the aircraft. Uh, and when you see the paperwork for these inspections, it's almost one to two feet tall of paper because they um, do different inspections on a, a specific frequency or so many flight hours. Mm. So they're being looked at all the time visually and also, like I said, on a more extended uh, look. I hear you. I feel like airline industry made him call in to say that stuff. But he, he works for the Air Force. Hey. He can say whatever he wants. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> no, I believe him. Thank you for that call. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Hope, hope you have a great day. Uh, we were talking earlier, too, about a pool guy who decided to go clean a pool at 9 o'clock. Why? I don't know. Maybe he was running late all day, went to clean a pool at 9 o'clock. The 9 lady, o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. And the lady was like, who is this? And shoots him. Because mm. he didn't say, hey, I'm coming to clean the pool at night at 9 o'clock. Ugh. And she was him. home alone. and yeah. He didn't die. Thank but you. it was... A lot of unfortunate decisions. With her, too, I wonder, like, did she just, like, quietly sniper him? Because if you just go, like, hey, what are you, like, I got a gun, you should... Ru-. Identify yourself. Yeah, right. something. I'm the pool guy. Yeah. I wonder, like, is she just behind the couch with the gun going, uh, right? I know he's got a net in the water, but... Because, again, and I understand I've had really crazy things happen with me security-wise, but uh, he never knew, knew it was coming. And if he's outside, regardless of that, something kind of weird has been happening with Eddie. Tell them what you think's happening to you. Yeah, I, I think, like, I don't know. It just seems shady. So I've been trying to get a, a drywall guy to fix something in my house. And we've been going back and forth with dates. Like, oh, can I, can I come Wednesday? Like, oh, Wednesday, what time? Oh, it's not working, whatever. So finally he said, you know what? Why don't you just leave me a key and I'll go. And when I don't care if you're home or not. And I'll just do it and, and, and then I'll just get out of there. <laughs> and I was like, that's, I mean, it sounds convenient, right? Like... <laughs> And how well do you know this person? I don't know yeah, him. Yes. I found him online. Don't yeah. know him at all. And so I'm thinking, like, is he trying to steal, like, just tell me, go out of town, go, don't be home. I will fix your, your house. And then he steals, he just, like, robs everything? Boy, it is expecting a lot of trust for somebody you don't know just to leave your key to your house. I've never heard anyone say that when they're trying to work on your house. I could understand if it's somebody you worked with a lot. Like, we have a guy that, it's like our go-to guy, in the breaks, we'll call him. And if he were like, hey, just leave your door unlocked. I'll come over there too. I'd be like, yeah, of course you're coming in the house all the time. Somebody I don't know, no chance. <laughs> I gave that worker my code. Yeah. There we go. Same thing. But and I it, can change it. Yeah, but it's all your stuff would be gone. It. Yeah, he still was able to use it. And I said, okay, fine, but I'm going to change it. You know, I made sure he knew. So I, so I tell my guy, I'm going to change the key. I'm going to move my house. <laughs> so This is a temporary key. So did you get robbed? No, he did the job. He did. He did threaten to murder me. But wait, <laughs> wait, wait, as a joke, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a terrible <laughs> joke. You can't make that joke when you don't know the person. What yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "I said, like, okay, uh, yeah. I guess I I could give you the code." And he's like, "I'm gonna come in at night and murder you or something." And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> no. "That's like Ray's joke of like we're all gonna die on the plane <laughs> as it hits turbulence." Bad joke. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you just it, he was totally joking, but it just was not a, didn't. Didn't need it. Our stupid home alarm went off again last night. Again? Yeah. And it's there's something that's it's new. And so, like, something's not set up exactly right. It scares the crap. I don't recognize the sound yet either. And so we had to do the whole song and dance. I had to go look through every room just to make sure, even though I knew it was nothing. 
And the, the company was like, hey, you can just turn the volume down on it. So if something's not right, you won't hear it. And I'm like, I don't want that. Though. Yeah, no, that's like yeah. taking the battery out of the. Yeah, because then someone will break it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want. I don't, I don't want that. And so it hit again last night, and I had to get up and do the whole routine. And I'm genuinely scared. I just can't show it because my wife will lose respect for me. Mm. She, she yeah. won't say that. But if I'm like, I, I'm not going out there. And she'll be like, I understand, but I can't. I have to be the person that go. And so that's what we did. Eller and I went through the house again. If it does it again tonight, won't you know it's just a little malfunction? Yeah, but that's what happens. Then the third time, it's somebody who set me up the whole time comes in and kills me. Oh, Ooh. like Ooh. a cry wolf thing? Mm-hmm. They've been setting up the sensors. Okay. So we dealt with that. And I get the last night, I woke up doing this. Ah! Outside of that, my two calves went full cramp. While you were sleeping? While I was asleep. Whoa. It's only ever happened one time, kind of. My calves went two balls, and I still can't take my toes and tilt them up without it being hurting because it's so sore. Why would my I googled it? Are you like, dehydrated? I think we all live dehydrated, honestly. Uh, yeah, same. My feet, but that makes your calves cramp when you sleep. My feet are doing that when because right of dehydration. No, but lately they just like, curl they, up. They um sort of yeah they you should just act younger. Spat, they just. Feel younger. Just tell, hey, your, tell yourself your feet's younger. Or, tell no, yourself you're hydrated. Tell myself I'm hydrated, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> but your brain is 75% water. You yeah. do need it. So my feet just like, like they, and they, I can't, I almost like can't even walk on them, but I do think it's hydration. Well, if that's the case, then I'll have a couple more swallows of water. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I never, I mean, I woke up yelling, going, ah! Yes. Did that set the alarm off? No, it was okay. after the alarm. Okay. So then I think my wife's like, we had an alarm go off. Andy's screaming. Like, I, she's all over the place. <laughs> what a night. Like, what's happening? Yeah, that happened last night. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from South Carolina. A 30-year-old man walked into a convenience store, grabbed a case of beer, and then he pulled out a knife said, I'm taking this beer. And the store owner's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Boom. Runs out of the store. And he pulls down the metal shutters and locks the thief in there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> huh. If I were the thief at that point, I'd try to quickly get out. But if I can't, I just drink the beer. Yeah. And all the other beer in the fridge. Yeah. I was I just go crazy. <laughs> yeah. You ain't getting out. You're probably already drunk. <laughs> Lottery tickets. Start, start scratching, scratching away. Yeah. Problem with that is, though, they don't, you don't win if you win. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They track those. But Funyuns. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's definitely go hard as you can. So what the guy also robbing with a knife? Yeah, not effective. Not really, because you got to be able to reach somebody to rob mm. for the most part. Like if somebody comes up to you on the streets with a knife, and they're like, "Give me your money," well, they can stab you because they're real close. If there's a counter in between, there's all that gum. You can always throw it like yeah. in the movies. You like, know. Whoosh. But also, if you're taking a case of beer, you don't have to go up and say, "Give it to me." You just grab it off the shelf and run out. Which like, I it, think he's drunk. Which was the oh, yeah, initial yeah. part of my statement. Was he drunk? It's probably so right time they got there anyway, so. I, I don't know, but they said he had to wait for the police to come and let him out of the store. Dude, he's got a lot of beer, though. Like, it's not one case. It's as far <laughs> as you can put your hands forward, like you're reaching out like a zombie, and it's that many cases. Hilarious. So probably hard to run out with that, but still, I don't think I go and call attention to it. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. There is this show on Apple Plus called Silo, and we didn't hear about it from anybody, but my wife's always looking for shows that she thinks we'll enjoy together. And she came across the show and she was like, I don't know that I'm going to love it, but I think this is your type of show. So let's let's dig into it next. And so it's got Tim Robbins in it. It's got Common in it. I don't know the main actress. She's really good. And they live in this silo. They can't go out onto Earth. It's one of those end of the world type things. 
So I start watching it and I watch the finale and I'm on the air and I'm like, finale time. And it ends and it's just weird. Like, am I losing it? Like, I did not find any fulfillment in that finale at all. I just left a bunch of questions. Because I think at the finale of a show, there should be some, you want to, you know, pose new questions. That's fine. But you got to answer some of the ones you've been asking all season long. And I was telling my wife and I was like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. So we come on the air, we talk about it. Turns out there are two more episodes of the show, and that, that's why all the questions weren't answered. Gotcha. Well, I did that to Eddie, because Eddie was talking about love and death, and he was like, it's the weirdest ending ever. And I was like, bro, there's another episode. Yeah, it was the second to last. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how do you leave us like this? So I felt, I pulled an Eddie, but I felt that. I was just, I was so let down. I know that feeling, man. I was like, that's how we end. This is the worst ending ever. And you get so mad at the show. Yes, I'm like, I'm like how would you write it? You, le- you left us all out there to dry. Right. Uh, the girl's name is Rebecca Ferguson. She's really good in this. She was in Mission Impossible, I guess, back in the day. But the show's at times really good. At times, I don't want to say weird. They just kind of go all over the place. But it's an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you have Apple Plus, maybe you check it out. Did you guys ever watch the Tetris movie over there? I did. No. Oh, yeah. It, it pops so, up all the time. Is it good? It's so good. I yes. can't get myself to push play, but I knew that somebody said it was good. I What's mean, it there, about? there's no. It's it's the guy that uh, made te- Tetris famous. He didn't. Uh, invent it. He didn't create it, but he brought it to America and made it famous. But the the fact that he had to go to Russia to get it, it was crazy. 87% positive. That's probably what we'll watch next. I yeah. just can't push play. And I'm, it's it's a movie. So I've watched Rope three times since then. I can't stop watching Rope, so it's the <laughs> yeah. only thing that I've been watching <laughs> Liar. from the 40s. Yeah. Well, Eddie, why didn't you put Tetris in the hat to watch? Ah, Rope's much better. <laughs> much better than Tetris. Then Tetris must suck. <laughs> if Rope is much better than Tetris, don't forget tomorrow, 10 a.m., wherever you live, uh, tickets go on sale to the new shows and my comedically inspirational shows, the tour. Uh, Tulsa, coming to you. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. And then the second shows in Wichita, Tampa, and Nashville because the first one's sold out. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Hope you guys have a great day. We will see you then. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Okay, so this is a morning corny that we recorded. Mm. We were doing the investigative corny and it didn't go as, as planned. So we, we'll, we'll leave these on here sometimes for you. And this one did not go as planned. And... Here it is. This is us just being ourselves, right, everybody? Yeah. It's a little treat. <laughs> Here you go. Yes, Bobby Bones. We'll get to the investigative corny in about 30 seconds. Tomorrow, 10 a.m., local time, wherever you live. Uh, some more shows are going on sale for my comedically inspirational show. 10 a.m., Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then we've added shows in Wichita, Tampa, and Nashville. The other ones are sold out. So if you guys want to come to a second show, tomorrow, 10 a.m., local time, just go over to bobbybones.com. And like meet and greets and VIPs will all be up there immediately. Some, sometimes, most time they sell out pretty quick. So if you want those, they'll be up there early on. And then I donate with every ticket. I donate to the animal shelter that we work with, if that matters. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe you're like, I don't give a crap about animals. <laughs> but just in case you're wanting it. You so that's it. Thank you. Now, Amy, ready? Investigative corny. Here we go. The morning corny. We have 90 seconds. When she finishes the first joke, the timer starts. Okay. How many can we get? Ready, guys? Ready. Amy, go. Which hamburgers are psychic? Hamburgs, beef, all beef, beef patty. Beef, beef, beef. Patty, pa- oh, psychic, psychic, psychic. Patty Ward. Um, psychic. Which? What's in Big Mac? Which hamburgers are psychic? Mm-hmm. Whopper. Whopper. Uh, it's okay. Brand. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. Magic mushroom. Mm. No. Mushroom burger. Magic burger. Future. Which burger. hamburgers are psychic? Yeah. Vegetarian. Which hamburgers are psychic? BLT. What's up? A fortune teller? Which hamburger? A uh, psychic. Cleo. Miss Cleo. Who are famous psychics? Uh, Amy's cousin. The hamburger. Mm-hmm. 
Miss Cleo? I don't. I have no idea. Psychics. Cleo Burger. Which burgers are psych? McDonald's, Burger King, a Big Mac, Shake Shack. What's another Sonic. psychic? What's a psychic? Uh, Claire Fortune Teller. What does a psychic do? Future. Yeah, Future Rama. Future Rama. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Guys, we're gonna get zero. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, don't I, I honestly thought they were gonna get this oh, out of the Oh, Future Burger game. in there like a no, no, no. What's like the, my cousin's also Beyond Meat. A, Beyond. That's what I was thinking. Beyond my, Meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We call her my psychic cousin, but she's also a your cousin. A medium. Oh, medium a me- rare. A medium burger. What? Is that's a, a terrible joke. No, that doesn't no, make sense. A, Why has nothing with a burger? It's, it's not a so burger. That could be any size it's of anything. How are you? How is the meat cooked? Okay, you could medium. say steak. No, it could literally be what medium. size drink is a psychic? A medium. I feel cheated. <laughs> okay, you could do that. Because that's oh what, my gosh, guys. Not, hold on. And it's not even what kind of burger. That's how is the burger cooked? Medium. medium. Like, who asked for a medium burger? Nobody. No one. Yeah, never in the history of the world have I ordered a medium burger. <laughs> what restaurant have you ever Small, gone to? medium, large. You're not supposed to get a medium burger, actually, y'all. I, could, I should have said steak. No, you don't uh, get a medium. cooked? Wait, like, what, what kind I, of steak I, is psychic? My no. psychic prediction medium. is all of our listeners are like, what just happened? Okay, let me give you another one. No, no. it's over. No, it's over. We got zero. No. But just for we fun. Want, we want the hate to come your way. Just for fun. <laughs> no. no I can't wait for Morgan to write that up on it and people be like, what? A medium oh burger? Oh, my gosh. I've never gone to a burger place and been like, hmm, I'm going to go with the large burger. No, no. Medium, medium burger. Medium. Cooked medium. Right. Medium rare? You got to say medium. cooked. Yeah, you didn't say you that. You can get medium. You can you get didn't a say medium. How you never go to McDonald's cooked? and order your burger in a say, certain way. I was saying size medium. No, no, but even then, when, you, when do you go to a burger place and say, I'll take it meat? They never ask you, how do you want your burger cooked? Yeah, yes, they do. And burger they King, say. McDonald's, Whataburger, none. No. Yeah, but if, okay. I never once, in all my Sonics, you they've just, been like, how would you like your burger cooked? Yeah, but that's... But the joke would have been how... How do you cook your uh, psychic burger? At- Medium. Boom. There we go. Okay. That would have worked. All right. Not Instead, what Amy, burger. you let us nowhere. <laughs> okay. We're on fire. I we, honestly we thought you. that y'all were going to get that. <laughs> and I do think that sometimes they say, do you want that well done? Not at Sonic, but like at a burger. Yeah, Fuddruckers, they used to do that. They never say what size burger. Only at a sit down place. Yeah, sit down burger place. I'm still good. But now we got to figure out what kind of burger place we're talking about when Amy's doing a joke. (laughs) And we got to talk about, we're talking about how you want it cooked, not what size. I really want to give you just one more for fun. Nah, I can't even hear you. This vibe, I don't like the vibe. Hey, welcome to my world. So can I do one? I show biz, baby. I'm just saying cliche statements at this point. (laughs) Welcome to my world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is what it is. It is what it is. What's a burger's favorite thing to work out at the gym? No, we're not even doing it. Medium weights. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, good, good, good. There you go. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.